Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm going back to where the beach is near. The beer is to you. There's plenty of women out of the crowd. Walk your hand for a second. The whistle is gone. And slide on over at your back. By the Well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Very good and very good. Clean out over the fence. Oh, he's a he's a cardinal. Okay, it's Ross, and here's the rugby review. And I'm really delighted to um, sit down here via Zoom and chat to Joshua Reeves. Josh, we're really looking forward to having you here in Sligo. Um, thanks for taking the time to chat to me today. Absolutely, Ross, mate. No problem. Excited to have a chat to you and, and talk about my coming over to Sligo very soon. Very excited. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be a bit of a uh, culture shock coming from uh, Rio de Janeiro over to uh, Sligo. <laughs> How are you going to prepare for that? Yeah, it's going to be difficult. It's um, it's getting a little bit cold here at the moment. It's down to about 21, 22 degrees. So everyone's got their, everyone's got their coats on already. I think getting over to Sligo. At least so I get over there, more or less, just at the end of the summer, right? So it shouldn't be too bad there. Uh, but no, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you live in a place like uh, like in Brazil. I live in Sao Paulo, actually, uh, in Sao Paulo, where it's, you know, 18 million people and massive amount of traffic and heaps of people. And so, so I'm really looking forward to getting to getting somewhere where there's a few less people and uh, you can, you know, make some good relationships with people and make some good connections, get to know everybody. And that's no, going to be great. Yeah, good stuff. It's uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a different uh, pace of life over here than than eighteen million people. But it can seem a bit crazy in Sligo sometimes. But um, you you you'll get to see that for yourself soon enough. So listen, talk to me there. You're as you said, you're in camp with Brazil still at the moment. Talk us through camp and what's coming up with the World Cup qualifications. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, it's pretty serious times at the moment. We're training pretty hard. We've just come off a, a hard week of training. Uh, back this week so the body's pretty sore um we've got um basically three big games coming up for uh for the south american league of the world cup qualifying eh? so the first challenge for us is to is to get past paraguay um which we'd would rate ourselves to do but you've you've obviously got to take it take it uh take it seriously and and uh and do the business on the day if, if we're able to beat them then we go into a three a three-way tournament with uh, ourselves, Uruguay, and um, the winner of, of Chile versus Colombia, which 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 we're expecting will be Chile. So Brazil, Chile, and, and Uruguay would, would make up that three-way uh, comp. And um, so, so this is all this, uh, South American. It's for World Cup qualification, ultimately. Yeah, yep, for World Cup qualification 20, 2023 in France. Um, so the top two of that sort of three-way three-way tournament there go through to play against the North American League of the of the qualification, which is uh, USA and, and Canada. Basically, out of that, two out of those four teams, two will go through to the World Cup, and, and the third one goes through the repechage. So, and the, the 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 North American League of the of the qualifying probably happen in, in November. So, uh, if, you know, all going well through this first uh, first part of the qualification. If we get if we can get past past Paraguay, get past Chile. 
then uh, then I'll have some more more games for Brazil come November. Okay, so it's thirty caps at the moment. Thirty caps, yeah, thirty caps, and a few more games. That's over a over a four year period. Played my first game for Brazil in twenty seventeen. Yeah, you've been pretty much ever present then since then playing for them. Yeah, yeah, I think I've started started every every test match at, at uh, fly half for them bar one, I think. Bar one, we've got a young um, young number ten, Lucas Spargo, coming through as well. So he's I've been sharing a bit of time with him over the last year or so. So it's been good. Good stuff. And I know when um, you know the boys when we announced your signing, like a lot of the boys have seen your those uh, videos on uh, YouTube highlights there from the games against uh, Canada. Um, they they were big moments for the club for for Brazil, the, the national team. Yeah, massive moments. They're sort of we, we had a couple of really big wins over the last four or five years. Back in 2016, they actually beat USA. That was before I even uh, I was playing, uh, which was a monumental win. Then um, we had a first win in Europe against Belgium in 2017, and then uh, 2018 we 17 we beat Canada for the first time. We beat them again in 2019. So so yeah, there's been a couple of uh, sort of historic moments for us. Uh, we're the sort of team, we're very emotional, emotional guys, eh, as you can imagine, uh, Brazilians. And so it's not hard for this group to sort of get up for the really big matches. So you, yeah. you come up against uh, Canada or USA or a Māori All Blacks. We played really well against them, Barbarians, and we really get up for those matches. So so that's been pretty cool. Cool. And, let's just, and just to take it back a little bit more, because uh, obviously you're a uh, New Zealander with that accent. Uh, how did you end up in Brazil? Oh, yeah, long old story. It's been a journey. Um, I actually came over to Ireland uh, and played, believe it or not, I came over to play cricket in Ireland. I don't think you guys will believe that, but I came over to play cricket uh, up in uh, North Dublin. And from there, I, I got myself connected with Wanderers Club. So I played a season with Wanderers. Uh, actually, the first year that Sligo was in the in the AIL, I played I played for Wanderers. How did the result go that day? Can you remember? I actually wasn't. I, I had I had to go home for the first half of the season for a, a family issue. But I think Wanderer, I think Sligo won that day. Actually, maybe thirteen three or something like that. Good solid game. Um. So, so hopefully we'll be repeating that result again this year. <laughs> and uh, I was lucky enough. Anyway, while I was there in Dublin, I was lucky enough, lucky enough to meet my now wife Anna, uh, who's Brazilian, and. Um, we, we lived together a little bit in Dublin and she came to New Zealand with me for a couple of years. And uh, then in 2014, we decided to, to move to Brazil. Um, my rugby was going decent at the time in, in Christchurch, playing for Shirley Club, seniors over there. But uh, sort of the writing was on the wall a bit for me in terms of my career there. It was uh, guys like Richie Moanga coming through at the club level there. And, and Yeah, he goes all right, doesn't he? He goes all right. He goes all right. So I said, uh, you, can, you can have the... Uh, Number ten jersey there, Richie. I'll head off and uh, see what I can do in Brazil. So, and and at the time, the the Crusaders had a had a partnership with the Brazilian Rugby Union in Brazil, uh, sort of high performance development. And so, just through a few contacts, I, I learned a little bit more about how rugby was growing in Brazil. So, I said it was a pretty good idea for us to to head over. And um, yeah, been pretty, very lucky, very lucky because the rugby has just grown so much in Brazil over the last uh, six or seven years while I've been here. And uh, yeah, just right place, right time, really. So you have a bit of a soft spot for Ireland, having met your your wife over here. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we both do. So uh, I think we I always had a, a feeling at some point that we would we would get to head back to Ireland. Uh, I've huge 
admiration for Irish rugby. I think, you know, um, the passion that people approach the game, the detail that people learn the game. It's um, people talk about how impressive it is that New Zealand is, uh, you know, best rugby team in the world with only four and a half million people. Um, but, but Ireland being a, a top five team in the world, basically with, with a sort of similar population, but at the same time, you're sort of dealing with the fact that it's not, it's not really the national sport, you know, there's no, other, absolutely. More, it's, it's, you know, it's probably, it's, it's probably, you know, third or fourth, um, third or fourth, fourth, yeah. fourth you know, so like it, exactly. it really, um, remarkable what they're doing. And I suppose to circle on that for a second, what is it like being in a soccer mad nation? Um, you know, with, with, with soccer is life in, in, in Brazil. What kind of coverage um, was the game getting over there? Was it growing? Yeah, it's it's grown. It's difficult because you, it's almost um, it almost doesn't really matter what sport you are in, in Brazil. If you're not if you're not football, then it's very difficult to uh, to get a lot of coverage. Even the other sports that are quite big sort of struggle for coverage compared to compared to football. Um, and and there's a there's a massive amount of coverage through through ESPN. So a lot of coverage through through ESPN. But but in Brazil to really to really gain popularity. You have to really get the the free to air coverage, which is probably the similar story a lot of places around the world, isn't it? So, whenever rugby's been able to get that free to air coverage, there's been a real real boom uh, boom effect. So, one of them was obviously hosting the rugby in the Olympic Games in 2016. I think post 2016 there was a huge boom uh, in rugby and uptake in in, in rugby in, in Brazil. Um, it's been difficult over the last year and a half, eh, with with the way things have gone with the pandemic, and and everyone knows how how much Brazil suffered uh, throughout the pandemic. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's been too much too much growth or um, visibility, let's say, of, of rugby over the last year and year or so. But uh, no, we'll get we'll get there. Qualifying for the World Cup will, will help. And I suppose just want to touch on the the kind of relationship to Sligo because I mean it's very uh, it was very kind of. The way the doors opened up and came about that you came on Sligo's radar. So there is a Sligo connection, how we met. Simon Coulter was over in was it Uruguay or Chile? Was it Chile at the time? Yeah, no, he was he was coaching he was coaching um SNC with Uruguay as with their build up to the World Cup. Yeah. And I uh met him, this is back in 2019. So met him in 2019 and they were they were developing for the World Cup. We we got on really well. Um invited him to uh, to come and stay at my place in Sao Paulo for a couple of days if he was ever down in Brazil. I think a couple of months later, he'd finished up his, his role with Uruguay. You were telling me though, when you picked him up from the airport, he, he, he stood out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he looked a bit hungover and he was, he was red as a, red as a prawn. I said, mate, let's get you home, let's get you he looked like he might, might not have eaten for a couple of days. So that <laughs> no, was good. We got him home. We we looked after him. Yeah, and all, all fairness to Simon, he'd be one of the the main reasons that I've uh, that I decided to come over to to Sligo. Uh, he always spoke really highly um, about the place, about the people, about the club. Uh, we had a lot of a lot of good long talks about how much uh, I'd enjoy it there. So yeah, fair play to him. Because um, I remember initially we asked Simon we were looking for we we're looking for a prop and we were looking all over the world trying to get a a, a tight head prop in and um, you know we'd ask Simon and and that's uh, how you you recommended uh, Pedro to us yeah um, and and Pedro came over and he's he's been fantastic and you know I kind of feel for Pedro a bit he's, he's still here now and he's he's coming back next season but he only got to play about three or four games you know so he really didn't get to see the full experience of Sligo. 
So we're really looking forward to, to seeing Pedro now, you know, seeing what he can do next year because he's really fit in with the boys and he was, you know, playing touch last week and he's just uh, such a big, gentle giant, very intelligent man. Um, yeah. So he's just, you know, as you said, you can see that kind of passion, a very passionate guy. So we're looking forward to yeah. seeing him now with a big preseason under his belt and getting stuck in. And then also um, from discussions with Pedro, then we came across uh, Guilherme as well. Uh, and Guilherme came over and same thing as well. He, he you know, he, lit up the game against Buccaneers. He had a really good debut and he was only getting started when the, when the pandemic hit. So, you know, we're delighted to have um, Guy and Pedro back next year. So we're joking on the show next year saying, you boys are going to be the three amigos. That'll be, uh, that'll be your, 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 your nickname when, when you're over here. So it's done. really nice for you to play alongside yeah. them two boys. It'd be good for you to link up with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, geez, I've, I've a lot of time for both of them. Um, Pedro, as you say, gentle giant, but great guy, good player on the field. Big man, but really, really carries his body really well around the field. Um, good scrummager, but just a good, good bloke uh, overall. So he'll he'll be great to great to connect with him again. And and Guy is is uh, fantastic. He just takes the takes the game seriously and and prepares his body really well and and trains his skills excellently. And and you know both of them spent you know four four years in the in the Brazilian high performance um program you know full-time training for for that you know for a good four years so they're both uh, extremely well well prepared to to play well you know yeah and i suppose this will, 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 will stay on sligo so i know you've already started reaching out to the players building building connections you're really looking forward to getting stuck in aren't you absolutely absolutely yeah i, I can't wait actually the you know the one of the main reasons that i um was so excited to take the role with Sligo as, as just that sort of ambitious, exciting, energetic feel um, that I got from the club, got from, from you guys and, and, and also talking to a lot of the players early on, just, you know, a lot of them are saying really positive things about what they, what we want to achieve this year already. So yeah, really looking forward to getting stuck in, but as you say, mostly looking forward to just building those relationships uh, from the beginning. They all seem like really good guys. Uh, yeah. Absolutely love their rugby. Uh, love their love their community and and uh, uh, it's going to be good fun. No, it's, it's going to be good. I know the players are looking forward to um, you coming over. And a lot of the uh, the older members of the club and the, and and the, the, the club members and they're all asking about you and they're all really looking forward to getting somebody into the family because that's that's really what it is. You know, once we take people in, you're in. Like you know, it's a, there's a lot of a lot of people that come over to play for Sligo and uh, they've settled down over here. They've they've they've, they've you know they've they've married into Sligo. And uh, they're still here, so look, it's 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 a real family, family club. Um, as you said yourself, it's all about those connections. So we're really, really looking forward to having you over here, and here's hoping it's going to be a pretty successful season. Fantastic, yeah, mate. Really looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait to get over. Yeah, all right, Josh. Listen, good man. We'll leave it at that. Okay, thanks for your time, and we'll 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 check in with you uh, when you're getting in ready for them uh, qualifiers and and see how things are going. All right. Cheers, Ross. All right, come on, take care. I'm going back to where the beach is near. Oh, the beer is to you. There's plenty of women out the crack. Walking here on the middle the second. The whistle is gone. And slide over. That's your by the riverside, well, I'm being told that Average Joe's does not have enough players and will be forfeiting the championship match. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Oh, he's in the car, Nick. Jesus, he's in the car.